Hello Spectrumites and other people. My name is Forrest and welcome to the Pancake King, Life and Marriage on the Spectrum. The podcast for you to learn about the autism spectrum, learn what it's like for someone like me to live on the spectrum, and what marriage is like between two people on the spectrum. Okay, Caboose, think back. When you called command about the special forces person, what did they say to you? They said, this is command. We read you blue base. After that. Roger. Over and out. Before that. Somewhere between those two. Goodbye and hello are not the important parts of the conversation. No, I know, and my name isn't even Roger. What did they tell you in the middle? What did they say? I need you to focus, Caboose. Ugh. I need you to focus, Roger. Okay. They said that since one of our troops was hurt, and since we are outnumbered, they would send us a special agent to help us recover. And they said that agent would be here... Yes. No, no. Not, not yes. When? When I was on the call with them. I mean the special agent. No, no. See, the operator said that. When? When I call command. How else would they tell me? Okay, stop, 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 stop. Let's just go through this step by step, okay? You called command. Yes. And they said they were sending a special agent. Yes. To our base. Yes. When did they say the special agent was coming? Uh, right before they gave me my new nickname. Here on episode 25, I have a confession to make. As a Spectrumite, even I know how hard it can be for a parent to communicate with their Spectrumite child. My parents dealt with that struggle all my life, and still do sometimes. Figuring out how to communicate with your Spectrumite loved one is par for the course when you have any kind of relationship with one. For this episode, I'll narrow it down to the connection between parents and their child, and in later episodes delve into communication involving other kinds of relationships, such as friendships and marriage. Do you feel like you can't communicate with a Spectrumite loved one? Do you feel like the other person can't understand you no matter how hard you try? Does it feel like you're speaking a language the other person doesn't understand? You're not alone. I thought it best to talk to my mother about what she learned from talking to me and my middle brother as we were growing up, and how she overcame some of the hurdles involved. I hope you enjoy this conversation. So, Mom, what were some of the obstacles you faced when communicating with my brother and I? Like, how was it a struggle for you to really talk to us and communicate, especially when you were homeschooling us? Um, I think it depends on your age at the time. Um, both of you were pretty literal, so... Um, I had to be careful not to use a lot of metaphors or sarcasm or anything like that um, because you thought I was serious. Um, and in terms of like giving instruction or like teaching you to do a chore or something for schoolwork, um, I pretty much... I had to learn how to explain why something might be important to learn. <laughs> Otherwise, if you didn't think it was important, you know, you didn't care to learn it, which makes sense. <laughs> but right. So I, I had to try to come up with um, a reason to learn something that you would accept and. That wasn't always easy, but I think I got a little better at it as time went on. I I would say those are the main things. I had to be very specific 
um, if there was something I wanted you to do or if there's something I was just trying to convey. I just had to be super specific. No nuance. No, um, I couldn't assume that you were going to get what I meant without me just spelling it out. In other words, you couldn't be clever with your words. Well, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I would just say I had to be, you know, like sometimes you you think, well, I'm, I don't want to say it exactly. I didn't want to hurt your feelings or make you feel bad, like if I was frank. Because sometimes when you're super specific, it can come across as blunt or maybe just somewhat unkind. However, you guys didn't really take it as unkind when I was specific. And so that's why I tended to, you know, not want to do it. But once I learned, like, no, they're not going to be offended. I just need to say what I mean. It, it worked out. Well, that it's funny because my next question was actually going to be, like, what kind of strategies did you come up with to, you know, kind of help improve communication between us and allow each other to understand each other better. But I feel like you kind of already laid that out. Uh, are you sure there isn't like anything else you could add to that? Um, the only thing I would add is I knew that it, especially if there was something I wanted you to do, um, again, back to the chores and, and schoolwork and things like that, it was best if I communicated it, <clears throat> excuse me, in two forms. Like at least two forms. So verbally and write it down for you. Or, you know, verbally say it and also show you. I mean, but nine times out of ten, writing it down was the best way to know that you were going to remember it. That's, I mean, that's why we had um, a chore list on the refrigerator, and which isn't unusual in any household. But... I couldn't assume that you would just look at the list, and I also couldn't assume that you would just hear me tell you to do it. I had to do both. And sometimes I had to leave you guys notes places so you would remember to do things. And so that was something that I used and still use <laughs> to this day. I remember the notes very vividly. Um, I remember that paper that you would uh, put on uh, my bedroom door had like this big stop sign on it and it would ask did you do like did you brush your teeth did you make your bed like all this type of stuff and then at the very bottom you would even say if if you haven't done all of these things you can't play computer games <laughs> like the mm -hmm. the goals were very clearly set and the consequences for not getting them done was very clear and again you had to do this on paper i don't i don't know very many parents uh who did this with their you know i don't know normal <laughs> children or something like that <laughs> well and and when you guys are really little of course i mean i don't know this is the same for a lot of kids but i found that pictures worked better so if i could print like one of those things out that had um, a picture of a toothbrush, you know, for brushing your teeth, along with the words, so you would learn to read it too. But um, pictures are easier to follow. So, yeah, yeah, I, I did. I remember putting those signs up next to your bed for before bed and on your door for first thing in the morning and everywhere around the house just to remind you of the things that needed to get done. Did uh, you happen to, like, read about these strategies somewhere, or did you come up with these yourself? It, it's an opportunity to, uh, you know, to be impressed by yourself. 
Um, I'm sure I looked it up. I mean, like, like you, like you know, I didn't know that you guys were on the spectrum when you were little. I just knew that just telling you to do things wasn't working. And rather than being frustrated, you know, myself or, you know, what I really didn't like was feeling like I was nagging you. I I didn't like that because I didn't like what that did to our relationship. Like if I was always, you know, constantly having to remind you to do things and telling you what to do and you could tell I was frustrated or even if you didn't, you were frustrated because, I mean, I had to learn also not to interrupt you in the middle. You know, if you were in the middle of something and I told you to do something, that was not going to work out. So I had to work on my timing. But if I wrote things down, then I knew that even if I told you when you weren't listening, the note would do the job. So some of it was me. Some of it was you know, looking things up. At the time, I mean, we didn't have high-speed internet, so we didn't (laughs) have access to a lot of help with that kind of stuff. So, like I said, I think some of it I made up and some of it I got from a book or, you know, whatever, just how to get kids to do their chores or something like that. Right, right. Well, that's fair. Well, thanks, Mom. It was uh, awesome asking you these questions. So So I have just one last question. If there is a fictional character that reminds uh, you of me, or I guess even my brother, who would that be? That's a good question. I mean, the first one that came to mind um, was the guy on The Incredibles that we've told you that we thought you looked like. And I can't remember. Was his name Vector? Vector from Despicable Me. Oh, Despicable Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Right? He has like a and not not because you're evil or anything, but like some of the <laughs> gestures and things like that. You used to do some of those things when you were a kid. Like so that kinda reminds me of you. He kinda looks um, like me from a couple years back. I mean, yeah, I would say does. I would say it's fair that he has my face from about ten years ago and he has my gut now. <laughs> I have to go look at him again, but yeah, please I just don't. remember he like, did these, <laughs> these hand gestures and like very dramatic and that's how you were. Like you're not necessarily like that now, but like that's the way you were when you were a kid, just all about the dramatics and everything was big and exciting and I mean, yeah, so he reminds me of you. Got it. So now that I have a reason to go to bed crying tonight, um, <laughs> thank you, <laughs> thank you, mom, for uh, answering these questions. That was that was really great. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Vector, that's me, because I'm committing crimes with both direction and magnitude. Oh yeah. Hey guys, if you haven't already, subscribe to this podcast, write a review to help the show grow, and subscribe to my Substack at thepancakeking.substack.com to receive updates on new podcast episodes, a new blog post every Saturday, and other content I may put out. You can also check out the entertainment me, KG, and my friends make together on our YouTube channel, Vanzot Productions. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.